This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, on along with Aaron Rennick here at Sports Better's Paradise, talking some NFL. And before we get to the picks, uh, ER, uh, just some uh, observations of as we're now three weeks into the NFL season. Well, if you've been betting unders and underdogs, you're doing pretty well, Jimmy. I mean, those are the those are the two trends. Um, you know, hard to which way you want to explain the lack of scoring. Uh, overall, it's really just you know not efficient offenses for the most part, and you would expect at some point that's going to turn. I mean, the NFL doesn't really want these uh, eleven ten games or whatever they are, Jimmy. Right. But you know the dogs have been doing pretty well, so I think you know overall, um, you know the recreational betters or or have you, you know playing favorites at overs. It's it's been a tough year so far. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, the last two weeks, uh, especially uh, as they gravitate toward the favorites, no doubt about that. I, I, I do a uh, on my radio show on the uh, on Wednesday nights. I call it the eighty percent club in college football, and uh, any public side that is eighty percent or more on tickets at Bet Rivers data, um, well, seventeen of the eighteen were favorites. So, I mean, just kind of gives you an idea right. of where they uh, gravitate to. Same in the NFL. And, and you've got your public teams. Um, so, we'll, we'll see about that. But uh, two of the biggest public teams. Well, man, three of the biggest public teams. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and Buffalo all go down uh, this past week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was on the good end of it with the Indy, and they probably – not sure they actually deserve to – uh, probably win that game, but you know, Tampa Bay was playing Green Bay, so um, that was that was probably um, you know a, a little bit different of a you know pros versus Joes, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, type of game. But you know, it's it's like I say, yeah, the underdog, maybe the under uh, the uglier sides have definitely been live and 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 uh, come in pretty well so far. All right, let's look at the Thursday night and uh, Joe Burrow uh, being sacked more than anybody, uh, even above last year's uh, historic uh, rate in the first two weeks with that retooled offensive line. Uh, Jets were the right uh, uh, right uh, uh, recipe for to, for improvement as they took care of business, moved the ball effectively against that weak Jets defense. Now here comes Miami. Boy, how about the snaps in the Buffalo-Miami game? Buffalo also got crushed with a bunch of injuries uh, uh, before the game started with four starters down and end game as well and still had a chance uh, to win it late. Uh, the total is at 47 right now with the Bengals in Miami on Thursday night. You know, it's it's interesting, Jimmy. It seemed like people couldn't get enough of the Dolphins over last week against Buffalo after that 
second half comeback against uh, Baltimore uh, the week before where you know, it looked like uh, the greatest show on turf is uh, back in form down in Miami. And this week, you know, interesting, that total has actually kind of gotten bet down a little bit. I think some of that is the questionable status of uh, quarterback Tua uh, for Miami, which, you know, again, questionable is going to be limited in practice. Not exactly 100% at this point that he's going to go, but Teddy Bridgewater is the backup, so I feel, you know, capable and fine. Uh, with him for that you know talked about it with you know Cincinnati uh, last week you know they faced the really these kind of under teams and teams that could really pressure uh, the quarterback so far uh, in their three games this year obviously going back to week one uh, Pittsburgh nobody over the years has pressured the quarterback as well as the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, obviously, we saw uh, what the Dallas Cowboys are capable of pressure in the quarterback with, uh, you know, Monday watching them uh, against the Giants. So, you know, that was two tough matchups for Cincinnati. And then, you know, you just take in um, kind of what was going on with the Bengals. Obviously, um, you know, Burrow missed uh, much of training camp in the preseason, the offensive line, four new starters. So it was going to take some time uh, for that team to come together, but, you know, you could see definitely in spurts um, against the Jets uh, last Sunday that this offense was kind of coming out of their shell um, and be able to put points uh, on the board. And certainly for that matter, the Jets kind of more of an under team than an over team, uh, obviously uh, capable from a defensive standpoint uh, with them. And then kind of going back, um, you know, I think Cincinnati has faced some limited offenses as well. Uh, obviously, going back again, week one, Pittsburgh, we know that they're kind of a mess. Uh, Dallas with Cooper Rush at quarterback, and then obviously the Jets and Joe Flacco. So this is going to be a much different test uh, for them uh, against the speed and the playmakers that Miami possesses. So, uh, you know, I think there's pretty decent value, and I would expect this game to go over the total. Uh, that last year's uh, conference championship game, uh, Tyreek Hill already talking some smack. I want to get a piece back at uh, right. at Eli Apple also. So we'll see. And and, and you, you, I think you're uh, spot on as far as one of the factors you're talking about in Joe Burrow missing uh, missing training camp slash preseason. One of the things that makes him special is his commitment to preparation. Yeah. So I mean, he is he'll outwork you to death. There's no doubt about that. He's got a hunger factor uh, in him. So Cincinnati, Miami over the 47 on Sunday uh, on Thursday night to football, the Amazon game. All right, let's go to London, and this uh, uh, will be a 6:30 a.m. Las Vegas kickoff, 9:30 a.m. on the East Coast. So the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints, with all of these games in London, with the Saints losing at Carolina still do not have a matchup of two winning teams. The Vikings are two and a half against the Saints, and all of a sudden, man, some people in New Orleans are like, Jameis, oh, what did we do here with the commitment to Jameis Winston? He has really looked rough, and I think they also miss Sean Payton as well. I think that's safe to say. You know, it, it's interesting, Jimmy, because there was a lot of people that really liked New Orleans and, and thought they could surprise, which they still could do. Obviously, moving forward to the end of the season, you know, I'm not one that did bet them over season wins. Uh, I was kind of neutral on them for the most part. I, I did think the loss of, of Sean Payton uh, was, you know, going to certainly hurt them uh, at some points and just, you know, s- some other things going on. And, you know, with Winston, you know, we've seen uh, what you get. It's just been some sloppy football, the turnovers and, 
and I think more than anything at this point, you know, the injury concerns as well. Um, you know, he just cannot move around in the pocket, which you really need to do uh, in today's NFL. So teams are really coming at them. Uh, you saw that with Carolina. It was just blitz after blitz uh, on Sunday. And now, you know, making matters uh, over worse. Obviously, he's got the bad back and you got to travel to London. Uh, but, you know, the wide receiver uh, group is, is uh, banged up here as well. Um, you know, you might know a little bit more about the status uh, than I do, Jimmy. But, you know, I think, you know, two healthy wide receivers by the end of the game uh, against Carolina. So, um, boy, that makes matters uh, pretty tough. Uh, on this Saints team. And, you know, as you mentioned, you know, without Sean Payton, the discipline uh, certainly hasn't been there. Uh, the de- uh, the defense, which has certainly carried this team at times over the last couple of years, has not looked like the same uh, unit as well. Uh, meanwhile, with Minnesota, this is a team that I liked. I thought they could definitely improve. You know, the loss of uh, head coach Zimmer, really the replacement uh, of Zimmer with O'Donnell, was just going to be kind of a fresh outlook for the Vikings. He saw that in week one where they take care of business against the Packers. Probably more impressive on the scoreboard than it really was on the, the field of play. But with that said, you know the Packers have wheeled back with two strong performances uh, against Chicago and Tampa Bay, Jamie. You know, they did not look good, obviously, against that Monday night uh, against Philadelphia, the Cousins' turnovers, etc. However, Philadelphia, I mean, just absolutely destroyed Washington. I mean, they look like the real deal. So losing to the Eagles, you know, I I can certainly go ahead and give them a pass. Obviously, uh, all out to be able to uh, get by the Detroit Lions. But, you know, the Lions are another team uh, that I think is greatly improved uh, from last season as well. So uh, Cook's questionable here. The running back uh, for the Vikings, generally running backs don't mean uh, all that much to the the point spread. But um, I, I still feel... Uh, like this Minnesota team moving forward. I'm not sure what to do with the Saints, but uh, I thought this was a short number, so I took the Vikings. Vikings minus 2.5 right now at Bet Rivers. Um, I was one of those guys uh, that took the Saints in a win total when it was 8 uh, at over 8, and maybe I I minimized uh, the Sean Payton because everybody else was in place. You know, the, the, the mm-hmm. Carmichael has called plays before for them, right. uh, but – no, um, when Peyton was calling it last year, the few games that Winston was healthy, he was careful with him. He didn't just unload it; he was a lot of safe stuff. It really was. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, they, they, they you know, the the play calling will t- will let you know the confidence level they have, mm-hmm. and at that point, but the whole new receiving core. And so when you see Traquan Smith in the, in the game for the Saints, that's not a good sign. They are zero and three against the spread uh, right now. Zero and three against the spread. Uh, the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, and uh, now they uh, they're zero three straight up uh, as well. So now they come back home in a desperate spot. This is another one on paper. My goodness, they they had so many distractions last year. So some stability uh, entering this year. You add a piece like Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones. Uh, maybe the record won't be as good because they. You know, they, they were lucky and, or fortunate, mm-hmm. I guess I should say, in so many close games in 2021. But, my goodness, this looked like a better team, more stable situation. On paper, it has not been that case so, so far, ER. You know, it, it's, it's funny the nature of the beast uh, in the NFL last year. I had, you know, pretty good bets on the Raiders' season under wins, the Raiders not to make the playoffs. 
everything went wrong off the field, and they just kept getting the job done and winning those close games. Now, you know, when you when everything was said and done, and you know, the point differential, a lot of the other metrics as well. I mean, you know, the Raiders were probably a below average team, but you know, on the field, they were able to garner wins and you know, really had a sh- uh, chance to win Cincinnati. Um, in that first, uh, what was it, the wild card game in the uh, AFC playoffs, Jimmy. So uh, with that said, I I didn't mind some of the changes that the Raiders made. The, obviously, some of the additions that they made, uh, I thought it was worth giving McDaniels a, a, a shot here at the head coaching mm-hmm. position. You know, making the, the change with the regime from uh, the GM and the president of football, et cetera, whatever it is, uh, that was needed. I mean, the draft has been horrible. Maybe they're paying the price for that uh, this year, Jimmy, with some really bad drafts, and uh, a lot of the guys uh, just have not turned out. Uh, with that said, you know, I, I thought the Raiders were going to be capable uh, this year, and, and so far they just have not been able to get the job done. Now, you know, the first week they went against the, what I thought was a Super Bowl caliber uh, Chargers team, so no shame in losing that game. Certainly shame in losing week two. Uh, to Arizona, but you know it was a it was a game that they dominated uh, for a half, um, and eventually lost uh, to the Cardinals last week. Um, you know, not the easiest situation for the Raiders play that early start against a Tennessee team that was embarrassed uh, off that uh, Monday night game. So I think this is a spot where you know, boy, it, it's now or never, Jimmy. Zero and three for the Raiders. They lose this game. I mean, the season uh, kind of over for them, and I think they're catching. Uh, the Broncos on a pretty good spot here, obviously off that physical game uh, win uh, on Sunday uh, in Denver where, you know, they beat the 49ers uh, on the scoreboard. I'm not sure uh, they exactly beat them uh, on the field, but, you know, I, I, I've been wrong. I thought this offense was going to be much better uh, for the Broncos, but now three we- uh, three weeks in, it is what it is, and, you know, Wilson just has not looked good. Uh, running this offense against, you know, teams that, you know, obviously 49ers are a very good defensive team, but, you know, before that in Seattle, uh, the week before that against Houston, you know, I thought he had better playmakers. The playmakers are just quite not there. I thought this defense is probably overachieved uh, for the Broncos. So I'm going to come in. Uh, I'm going to take a, a shot here uh, on the Raiders to uh, get in the victory column. I like the Raiders a lot in this spot as well. And listen, I mean, as uh, as kind of hold on and shaky as they were in the second half against Arizona, uh, that was a made up call when they were up eight. Yeah. And and, and you know if they're one and two uh, straight up and against the spread, this line might be three three and a half. Uh, yeah. You, the being zero and three creates more of a desperate situation. Um, and uh, in in Denver, you know, I mean, with the new pieces, it, sometimes it takes time. But right now, they're not near where they need to be if they're going to help live up to expectations that a lot of people had for them this season. You know, and it's interesting, Jimmy, you mentioned the point spread. I mean, favored on the road at Tennessee uh, by two uh, last week, and then now this week, you know, favored at home by two uh, against Denver. I don't think there's a whole lot of difference between Tennessee uh, and Denver. So, um, yeah, like I say, I mean, last week probably questionable if they had value. I think this week they do. I think that, you know, the recency bias uh, angle that we look at a lot, especially in the NFL, it's 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 magna it's magnified when you have these standalone games and Tennessee was on Monday night football for everyone to see. So, you know, getting beat like the, the way they did, you had very little uh, consumer confidence on them. 
uh, moving forward. So Raiders minus two against the Denver Broncos. And I know one thing about that AFC West. I'll take Andy Reid over the rest of the coaches right now. That That's a safe play. I mean, my goodness. Um, Raiders and, and, and Staley leaving Herbert in there down 28. I mean, come right. on, man. I mean, Raiders minus two. Minnesota in London early on Sunday morning. Might have to bet that one on Saturday night or earlier in the week. At Bet Rivers right now, it's minus two and a half. And Cincinnati-Miami total Thursday night over 47. For the NFL, uh, combined, Aaron Renning, Wes Reynolds, Randy McKay, and Jonathan Von Tobel. We are 22 and 15, seven games over 500 for a 59% mark. For, uh, for Aaron Renning, I'm Jimmy Ott here on Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.